The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Your radio target is locked, and you have reached Strike Point. Webmaster Radio stretches its microphones across the Atlantic to bring you Strike Point. Our expert and informative hosts will attack the search industry from Europe to the Americas and beyond. And now, WebmasterRadio.fm presents Strike Point. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to a live show of Strike Point. We've been vacating a little bit, so I'm sure you've been here in reruns, but this is live, definitely live tonight, with me and Mikkel as normal. Mikkel, matey, are you there? Yes, I am here, and we are back from vacation. I think it, we actually had a, a, I had my vacation, then you had some vacation, so all in all, we've been away for, yeah, well, a few weeks. But yeah. uh, I guess some of you guys have been away as well. I hope so. <laughs> anyway, um, I was just thinking a few things before I left for vacation, and, and this year I was I was twittering a little bit about it as well. I still see people twittering or, or putting in, in Facebook comments that that, um, that they are on vacation. And uh, sometimes they even chat from from the vacation place they are, and you'll talk about how great it is not to be home and blah blah blah. And I'm like, robbers may follow you on Twitter as well. <laughs> you know, I mean, if I, was, if, if, if I was into the robbery business, I mean, I would definitely uh, 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 follow people on Twitter and just, you know, now, oh, now he's on vacation. He's not coming home next two weeks. That's the right time to take a look at your house. Uh, so, you know, it, it, it just surprises me to see how many people that still do that. So um, I try and keep away from that. Um, so what is supposed to know when I'm away? <laughs> Yeah, I know we've kind of tightened up on our Facebook and Flickr and stuff like that. Uh, you know what I mean? It's like you get the situations where you just don't know what kind of, well, nutcases are out there, I guess. Um, you know what I mean? So it's it's good to have a little bit of privacy, even if Google would like us not to have any privacy whatsoever. Um, <laughs> no, I but it's, I think it's, 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 it's uh, and just a, maybe just another case of how a lot of people still don't really understand that they um, they share everything with the world when they, when they put something on Twitter or Facebook. That it's not just your friends that's, that may end up seeing it. It can yeah. pretty much go anywhere. Uh, anyway, where do you go on vacation? Um, all over the place, actually. We just spent a few like weekends away with the kids. and stuff. Well, long weekends. So it was kind of like disappearing on a Friday and then coming back on a Monday. Um, or coming back on a Tuesday so we did our normal centre parks and went down to Nottingham this time um, which is like a beautiful place in the country went to see yes. Robin Hood area went to see the yep. Great Oak and stuff like that um, I'm trying to think where else we've been uh, all up. well I went on vacation before you I went to Spain for a week as well um, yeah. so yeah so been about a little bit um, as you do that's good but yeah I don't want to say why I go on vacation all the time because then people will turn up when I'm on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> As people often do. <laughs> anyway, a whole lot 
couple of things have happened since uh, we did the last live show. Uh, yeah. It has been summer, uh, but a lot of things have actually been going on. Uh, so we're just kind of summarizing things for the show. Uh, Google have been buying stuff. iPhone is out. Uh, Google has also been closing down stuff once again. Waves uh, is dead. I wonder why. <laughs> we talk about that. Uh, some new stuff over the summer on uh, weekly interesting stuff and uh, well, so maybe we should just uh, jump into some of all that. Um, or maybe do we need a break before we start the real part of the show? Nah, we can go straight into it, can't we? Yeah. Yeah, we've been away it. for ages. Let's just do it. We, we probably don't have any. We probably don't have any sponsors left anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, now nah, there will be some somewhere. Um, they'll just be all angry with us. So Google <laughs> net neutrality, net yeah. neutrality. Even this is obviously the Verizon thing, isn't it? Definitely is, yeah. Uh, and of course, nobody really knows yet what 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 that is leading to, uh, but. Just to summarize, there's been some discussions apparently between Verizons and, and, and Google about some kind of Google claim that it's just a question of some proxy service they want to put on the network and other people think that there might be be ways to get priority on, on, on net bandwidth, so basically um, breaking net neutrality. And, and of course that raises the, the question again, should our lawmakers you know, make some 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 laws about this. Uh, I don't really see. I don't know if how it is in the UK, but in Denmark, I cannot find one single politician. Even the the, the politicians in, the, in that are that are officially IT uh, uh, politicians or whatever. You know that they, they they take care about those things. They they don't have a, seem to have a policy. At least they don't communicate it about net neutrality. Um, I don't know how how is it in the UK now. I don't think they even know what it is. <laughs> I'm afraid. I'm afraid you're right, and it's probably the same problem here. Uh, yeah, but I, I actually find find it very uh, d- disturbing. No, it. I mean, it's to, what gets me more than anything, especially from the UK side of things. And I was having a conversation about where I see the future of my company um, with my SEO team today. Funny enough, and we were, and they were saying, "Well, it'll just be the same one." And I said, "No, no, no." I, I feel that the wild, wild west that is the internet at the moment um, is coming to, you know what I mean, the, the, the law forces and we don't know which is the good guys and which are the bad guys and which way is it going to swing. Everyone believes that the internet is a God-given free right um, and... That's not the case, you know what I mean? If if the FCC said, right, Google has to be a free service and they aren't allowed to have advertisements on there, um, Google closes overnight. It's as simple as that. You know what I mean? It's like if Google then decides that they want to break some country's laws um, and, and they get blocked in those countries, say like the UK and Denmark and Germany and most of Europe, then... We have a, another issue that, that if people can't get to Google, then it's not worth us working to site improve sites for Google. Um, and the same with, I guess, with net neutrality. You know, what I mean, the, the situation is where if you actually pay for fast internet, um, a premium, 
then would you do that? Well, of course. I do that with my broadband now. I move from provider to provider to try and find the best broadband speeds over costs. Um, I'm not looking for the cheapest. I'm looking for the most reliable and the fastest and the network that's not oversubscribed. So uh, me personally, I don't subscribe to net neutrality. If if my um, ISP could actually buy in Google proxies and, and cash it and get me the information whippity snot faster than anybody else in the world, I'd pay for that. I'd pay for that premium overnight. Not a problem. I think there's a difference between paying for the premium and being limited because that's that's what what comes uh, as a consequence of if you if you're buying a premium positioning in, in in the network then there's a cost to it and the cost to it is that it's going to be more difficult for others and and including new competitors i mean it's going to be more difficult for for new uh, competitors in in all the online markets to uh, compete if if the most established companies in the market can cement their own position in the market um, by buying up preferred uh, bandwidth. Um, so I think there's a difference between that, which I uh, see as net neutrality or not doing it, and, and then what you're talking about is, is, is premium uh, services, which I think is a totally different thing. I think but the problem that we've got at the moment, with it, especially in the UK, we've only got a, a, a certain amount of bandwidth. And to divide that up equally amongst every website, you know, I just don't agree with that. You know, and I, I do agree, agree with the situation where the more you pay, the more you get. You know what I mean? It's like, and I think. But you that, already, you already, you already have that because I mean, if you buy more servers, if you buy into bigger networks uh, on the hosting side, you you do get a faster delivery of your content, but. The, you don't get faster access to the network, and there's a difference between that because that goes on in the other end of it. Now, if you, if you as a company went to my ISP and paid my ISP to prefer your traffic over uh, your competitors' traffic, then that phone company is is limiting my access to your competitor, and they're not giving me something extra. They're limiting me from 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 your competitor and 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 that that that's going to put me in a different relationship with my ISP then at least i would say to my ISP well then you need to sell me the, the service much cheaper if if you can't provide the same uh, uh, bandwidth to to um, to your competitor or you switch ISP to someone that supplies the service that is net you know what I mean that that is equal amongst all um, but if you know, I mean, to, to me, it's like they're going to do it on on major sites. You know what I mean? Google is going to do it on obviously YouTube and things like this to get the videos down quicker to give them a more competitive edge over the video delivery systems. You know what I mean? And it's like I don't mind. I, as crazy as it sounds, you know what I mean? I it's it's a business decision. It's not. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to. And I know what you're saying is that the if you were to start up a video delivery service today and Google had signed up with all the ISPs to deliver their video stuff uh, at a 10 to 1 contention ratio and everyone else's video comes out at a 100 to 1 contention ratio so therefore you're getting bitty crappy video downloads you, your, your website would never gain the, the leap that it would need to to get to that tipping point and yeah 
But that's business, isn't it? You know what I mean? That is the way. Yeah, but it's not just business. It's limiting the business so that other competitors cannot enter your market. I mean, it would basically be the same thing. Let's say that all the major businesses in the UK came around and said, oh, there's so many shitty little companies that are starting up and they're they're robbing off clients or they're going bankrupt or they even take away our business. So let's do something about it. So let's put it. I know in the UK you can open a, 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 a company very, very cheap. UK has always been known for that. But let's say that the biggest corporation went together and, and, and passed, got some laws passed on that said that it would cost you a million pounds to open a company in the UK. That would be really good for the big companies because they would wipe away a whole lot of small competitors in the market. But wouldn't it be fair? Would it be good for the marketplace and would it be good for, for consumers? I don't think so. And I think it's the same thing that applies to, to, to the web. If, if you see uh, the web as a transportation system, uh, like the postal system or a road system, uh, uh, you should not be able to prefer uh, to buy preferred access to the, to the, uh, to the infrastructure. But, but, you we can, have you to- but we have toll roads. Yeah, but I mean, you can put as many trucks out there as you want. And, 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 and actually, you can go to places without those toll roads. I, I don't know exactly if that's true for entire UK. In Denmark, no. I mean, you, you've got in like London, you've got um, congestion charges where you you drive in a per, part of London and you've got to pay five pounds just for the privilege of driving into that area. Yeah, but that that's 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 different. It's 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 not something that goes towards one company or one person. It's a tax. It's it's something Take that everybody. The- Take the BBC. You know, everyone has to pay for the BBC um, in the UK. You know what I mean? Even if you don't watch it, you still got to pay for it. Yeah, but you know that's I mean? so it's, it's still it's still a tax. It's, it's something that, that is connected. It's a tax. Everybody have to pay it, uh, uh, and it, and it's not paid to an individual company. It's paid. It's paid to. Uh, it's paid to the state. Well, it's paid to the BBC Corporation. Yeah, which is not which, a, is, which is not which is not well, a commercial yeah. corporation. <laughs> yeah, they've got a com- they've got a commercial wing to them though. Yeah, yeah, but it's still it's still. I mean, it, I think there's a big difference between public uh, publicly owned uh, um, organizations or, or companies. I mean, basically, BBC belongs to the to the people of the, of the UK, right? I mean, it's not a private company. I, I think there's a big difference between a private enterprise and 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 and, um, and a public institution like 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 the BBC. Um, but I mean. I mean, I, don't, I can see your. I mean, I, I totally agree the net, net neutrality, if it fell apart, would possibly bring the end to the internet. And we'll go back to the old days of things like CompuServe and dialing into a network instead of dialing into all of the internet. Um, and maybe that's the way that it will go. I don't know. Maybe that if you're a T Mobile user, then you. you you can't get to places like Microsoft. You can only get to Google, and if you're an Orange user, you can only get to Microsoft and not Google. Um, I don't know, but I think that those kind of things that, that you know, I mean, it's the world that we live in is changing, especially in the UK. You know, what I mean, the, the the UK is changing so viciously um, due to obviously the economic climate, the overspending within the country, that everyone is looking at slashing and cutting things. Um, <laughs> you know, and, and it's like even today, well, over the last few days, the, it's been leaked that they're looking at cutting free milk for under five-year-olds. Um, you know what I mean? Which is kind of yeah. sad, you know what I mean, in a way. It's uh, one of those things that 
I got free milk when when I was a child, and it's been there forever. But we can't. And look how that. well you've been. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Look how well I get out of that free milk stuff. Um, you can't go wrong with that. Nope. So, so it's kind of sad that that it will come to an end. Um, but again, it's one of those things where it's the the, the government is looking at running the con- company country as a company. Um, and I think that's most probably good for the country. You know what I mean? It's like as long as they run it as a successful company and, and not a company that goes to the wall. Um, so it's kind of a weird kind of situation in the UK. And we're very much on the lines, you know, I mean, that we like to queue and we don't like to sort of like raise our voices and, and all this sort of stuff. But we'll end up paying for it. And I think that as long as we get a good service. Um, we won't mind so much about the the, the startups um, in the UK, especially uh, a new startup. Start take Foursquare as an example. It starts up when it starts hitting mainstream media. We don't talk about how good it is. We talk about all the security and all the privacy issues, and you shouldn't go there. And you know what I mean. Where in the US, it's very much like this is awesome. It can show you know you can do this and you can do that. It, it, the, our media is very much more concerned about privacy, um, and we'd almost like if the government came along and said, look, if you sign into this government website and we'll proxy everything and we'll make sure that no one knows what you're doing, apart from the UK government, of course, where you don't have to worry about us, you'd get a big take-up on that. Um, you know what I mean? And there's net neutrality down the, the pan straight away because the government will control what websites we can see and what websites we can't see. Oh, well, they already do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, but, I mean it's, 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 it's always, you know, it's, Maybe we talk about the Chinese firewall and 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 how they you know limit their own population from stuff that uh, they're allowed to see. But but very often people forget that that um, in most European countries there are filters as well. They work in different ways and they're more or less effective and stuff. But I mean we have we have filters for certain things that I guess most people agree that we don't want to serve to anybody. Things like like child porn and and stuff. You know we we do have filters that 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 takes effect and and there are. Sometimes cases where, like, like the the, the 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 Pirate Bay was was convicted in Denmark, uh, or actually the the ISPs was convicted in Denmark, uh, that they had to block access to um, to the Pirate Bay. Now they only do it on DNS level, so as soon as you switch to a different DNS, of course, it doesn't work. But <laughs> that that that's what the court decided <laughs> uh, to do. But so, I mean, we do have this kind of, of of blocking. But I still think that that uh, the essence of neutrality. Is is a different uh, discussion than than um, than firewalling things, or, or, or because that's more more a question of uh, the limitation of freedom of speech. You know, what kind of information are we allowed to access, and what kind of information are we allowed to distribute? What what are we allowed to say? I mean, I'm allowed to say that that a lot of things. Uh, I'm not allowed to 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 lie. I'm not allowed to to uh, talk about how you can do terrorism, and I'm not allowed to to produce and publish child porn uh, and and you know there's a lot of things where we agree that that we need limitations freedom of speech but i think that's different than the net neutrality because it's that small question about everybody have the equal right to access the the the, the, the highway or access the infrastructure and, and i think you know that that that's uh, pretty important if you want to have the innovation level that we've seen on on the, internet for the past 15 years continue and i i think that 
I would love that because I think that everything around the web can still innovate so more in the next 10 or 20 years, but only if we let it innovate on it. Uh, anyway, I think maybe we need to take a quick break and then um, we can move on with the rest of the show. So um, if you stay with us for a couple of minutes, uh, please <laughs> <laughs> Sit tight and don't move. Strike point. We'll be back after this short break. Only on webmasterradio.fm. <laughs> if you're looking for a new multifaceted SEO and social media tool set, look for the Raven. Raven has the important tools that every internet marketer needs. Raven offers customized metrics for managing link building campaigns, social media campaigns, with campaign reporting and research tools that you can easily manage. Build up campaign performance for your clients and give your team the tools that will make them soar. If you want to increase your internet marketing revenue, look for The Raven. Go to raventools.com. That's raventools.com. What is this? Why is my website not ranking higher? Well, sounds like you could use a link building report from SEOfox.com. What's that? You can't rank without good backlinks. And SEOfox.com's link building report lets you enter domains and compare their backlinks. It gives a detailed report that shows you why each domain ranks where it does, and it reduces the time it takes to find more links. With SEOfox.com's link building report, you can find more links, use their search marketing services to find more links, or better yet, they could even build your own backlinks. So you think you're pretty sly with that SEO Fox link building report. <laughs> sly like a fox. Get your link building report today at SEOfox.com. That's SEOfox.com. Anyway, I ask. That's right, ma'am. Anyway, you ask. Let me get this straight. If I wanted your CEO to deliver my check while juggling flaming machetes on the back of an Asian elephant, all I have to do is ask? Correct. With in-demand affiliates, you can tell us exactly how you want your payouts, and we will deliver. God, uh, could you hold on for a second? Someone's at the door. <coughs> wow, you weren't kidding. We are in demand. You can be too. Sign up today at the letter ndemandaffiliates.com. Advance your affiliate marketing efforts every week on Affiliate Buzz. Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Now, back to Strike Point, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host. Hi, and welcome back to the second part of Strike Point. I'm still David Naylor. And Mikkel Denib is still Mikkel Denib. Yeah, yeah mate. I, guess I can't run away from that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, there was a, f- a few news um, over the summer. The iPhone came out finally. Everybody was so anxious about it. And it doesn't work. <laughs> or at least you can't really call on it. Um, it's really difficult to get data access to, but it looks really cool. <laughs> yeah, one of the guys in the office got one. Um and a couple of the other guys that were for getting renewals waited for him to actually get his, and they've decided not to upgrade. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, so it's like, oops. 
It was, it was, uh, there was a lot of tension about it in Denmark and, and it was only like last week or maybe two weeks ago that, that it was finally released and people were queuing up days ahead in front of the store and all the usual stuff. And, and, but it was a lot of discussion because we have a very, very good, um, coverage of 3G uh, networks in Denmark. So, um, so, so therefore it was expected that the iPhone 4 would probably work a lot better here than, than what we heard from the US and other places where they had big problems. But as it turned out, it actually works really bad here as well. <laughs> so even with the very, very good coverage we have, it still doesn't really work the way it yeah. should. And um, so, so I think that's been been a probably I, I would say one of the worst times from a from a public relations point of view uh, in 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 Apple's recent history at least. Uh, I can't remember if there's been something worse than that, but it's definitely not something they like. <laughs> But it, I mean, to me, I look at the iPhone 4, and I remember when the first iPhones came out, and I was like, wow, this is something that's so, like, new. This is, like, unbelievable. You know I mean, it's like, I've never seen anything like this before. And obviously, as soon as it hits the marketplace, the boffins at Microsoft and HTC uh, and, and, well, most probably Android wasn't around at that time, but Android have obviously developed on that as well now. And they developed interfaces that are close, similar, with, like, nice slidey actions and touch and pull and all the rest of it. And the iPhone 4 came out, and I was like, I can't wait to see it. You know what I mean? This are they going to bring something out which is like so freaking awesome that it's like this is like totally different again, and it isn't. You know what I mean? It's it's kind of like a it doesn't work, and and b it's it's just the same as the iPhone three as far as I can see. And I'm sh sure there's going to be a lot of Apple boys um, out there going absolutely crazy. Um, but it's it's just. I don't know. It just didn't seem to be um, as good as all the other stuff. No, I think you know. I mean, we talked about it before. I think it's kind of funny that that in a way, uh, mobile phones have have, in my opinion, definitely uh, over the past years become worse and worse at what they were originally designed to do: make phone calls. You know, <laughs> but they are very good at doing. They can take pictures and do video, and you can download uh, applications and play games and stuff. But they're not really very good at, at, call, at making phone calls. And and especially when I got my, my now I have iPhone 3GS uh, or 3G or whatever it's called. Anyway, um, I was surprised to see how how short-lived the battery is. Do you know if, if on the iPhone 4 that uh, did they improve on that or is it still nope. the same still short crap. life? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> That's funny. Anyway, um, I I stumbled upon to change the subject a little bit. I stumbled upon some interesting stuff that I haven't seen before. Um, I think it was pretty new, the part that I saw. But I saw that um, Google in some of their help pages in the support webmasters uh, bin, um, they actually put in some 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 help on the reputation management, which was kind of a surprise to me. Especially because some of the, the 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 tips that they gave was you know kind of like borderline. They were talking about you know maybe you want to push more positive content into the top of the results and stuff like that. You know, and and you know tailgating strategies basically dominating the top with your stuff and you know I, it didn't didn't really sound particularly 
white to me. <laughs> but but I mean, uh-huh. there was nothing wrong in what they were writing. It was it was of course not very complete, you know, in terms of all the stuff that you can actually do. But I mean, it was decent advice that they gave. Um, where you know, it was just kind of surprised to see, and it kind of reminded me how mainstream this whole reputation management stuff is 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 getting now. I mean, I, I get phone calls maybe once a week, maybe every second week from journalists that want to interview me about this online or search reputation management and, and what it's all about. Um, definitely see a, a increasing interest in, in, in that in that area. Um, so interesting that, that Google is picking up on it in that way and not um, hammering on it. Yeah, it's kind of weird, really. It's like... I'm halfway through a blog post at the moment, which is like the two thing most common questions I get asked is like, is there anything really that a competitor can do to me to harm my website? And obviously the second one is, how can I harm my competitor's website? Yeah. Um, so, so you look at it and it's like, yeah, you can definitely do a lot of things to hurt your competitors. Um, and I think that the most painful one is when you type in their brand and the number two tailgate is a bad review site um, or a scam site or a fraud site and then just keep enforcing and backing and pushing that up. And I think to me that is one of the worst, it's one of the hardest things to kind of like combat if it gets away before you actually get a head start on it. You know what I mean? It's nice if you can block the, all of the results and get images in there and videos in there as long as you can control the videos and stuff like this. Um, but yeah, it's it get, getting bad, bad, you know what I mean? Especially with Suggest as well, um, if you manipulate, manipulate that. So if you started typing Apple and it, the first thing was like Apple iPhone 4 rubbish, Apple iPhone crazy review, you know what I mean? It's just like, Bad, 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 over and over and over and over again. You, you know what I mean that that would hurt. You know what I mean. I know there's a lot of Apple fanboys out there that be like, it doesn't matter what it says, I'm still going to buy it anyway because it's. I need to have it. It's um, it's Apple and it's shiny. Um, and it's white. The, what we got a black one. Um, the one. That, oh yeah, that's uh, true. They have black ones too. Yeah. Um, but they're nice. I mean, it, it looks nice. It's sexy. It's just it. I just don't see the the benefits of actually getting one over. You know, what I mean, over the 3GS and that little gap at the very bottom where your finger goes that joins the entire. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think that's a trick that got. Yeah, it's who'd have who'd have ever thought? You know, what I mean, why didn't they put it at the baseline? You know, what I mean, somewhere where you don't actually touch it. You know what I mean? It's it's just crazy. Or right at the very top somewhere. I don't know. Just Actually, there was, a, um, there was another um, vacation tip now that we have this past vacation show today. Um, there was another vacation tip that, that I was just reading re- uh, recently in the newspapers that you've got to watch out in, in summertime. If you're on the beach and you have your cell phone with you, you may very well be paying for roaming. Because what happens is with the big cruisers, cruising around our oceans, most of them have now uh, internal uh, 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 cell networks that they, they they get down from satellite and then they have some kind of license deal with some, some provider and stuff. And if they get too close to you on the beach, so there's been cases where, where the signals have been grabbed up by, by the boats over your local antennas and then suddenly your, 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 your mobile phone switches to international 
And so you may be at home, your own country, on your own beach, and this cruiser comes by and suddenly you're calling from, I don't know, the UK or the US or wherever that, that boat have uh, its agreement. Uh, so that's something that I wasn't really um, aware of. But, um, Never thought about that. <laughs> no. But, uh, so, so watch out when you when you get close to, to, um, to the cruisers. They have their own little... Uh, they want a little network. How would you, I mean, how would you, can you imagine if you got your bill at the end of the month and there was like 800 quid there for roaming charges and you could prove that you never left the country, how the hell did they go around doing that? You know what I mean? It's like, I have no idea. It's, al- it's almost impossible to prove, I guess. Isn't yeah. it? You know what I mean? It's, it's like, well, look, it's, uh, but I mean, there's always been, I mean, I mean, if, if, I mean, in Denmark now, uh, Bass is just mentioning in the chat that that in Holland they have the problem when you get close to the to the border. We have the same thing in in, in Denmark when you get close to the Swedish border, and I guess it's probably the same when you go uh, south and and the, get close to the German border. In the UK, you, you don't really have any. <laughs> no, you get close to the <laughs> Scottish border, but but you, you turn your mobile phone off when you get that close. Yeah. Anyway, so I mean, if you're living close to a border, you know it, and then you can just put your mobile phone on no roaming or something like that, and then it's not a problem. But but the other thing with with the cruiser ships is a problem because you don't know about it, and and one minute you're fine, you're down on the beach, and you have a local connection. The next minute you are reconnected to a cruiser, <laughs> and um, so, so gotta watch out for that. I was just reading about it because there was actually because. Bass was asking in chat, does that really happen? And yes, apparently it does happen. I was reading about it in the news, unless it, the story wasn't true. But I mean, theoretically, it, it, of course it can happen. So it um, depends on how close the cruisers are, I guess, and how, how strong the network or the local antennas they have, how strong they are. Anyway, um, there's been a lot of, of chat over the summer uh, um, about... Um, uh, about Google buying stuff and Google selling stuff, and one thing that that really died out um, was it just last week or was it the week before? Was uh, Google Waves? They finally um, they finally put it to death, to sleep. <laughs> I think it was already. <laughs> it's it's a uh, weird one, really. Is I mean, it's obviously I never, I never got to understand it. <laughs> No, I didn't either. It it was one of those things, let's it reinvent the wheel and we'll give it more edges. It's like, hang on a minute, wheels don't have edges. It's like, it's a circle. No, no, but we're going to put some in there just for good measure. Like, if you park on an edge, you don't have to put your brakes on and stuff like this. It's just like, it's just crazy. It's like, I couldn't, I just couldn't see why they'd want to reinvent something that worked well already. Email. You know I, mean? I, mean, like, I can uh, understand that. I, 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 you know, truly, I can understand why you want to take something that appears to be perfect and totally reinvent it, just, just to see if you can. I mean, if I had enough money, if I had a couple hundred million to throw uh, on on some stupid, uh, crazy idea like that, I would definitely go ahead and do it. Because that is the way that you create truly new inventions and, and really, really interesting stuff. But very often, of course, you fail when you do that. And I think in all honesty, and, and I don't really I really don't hold this against Google because I think it's great that they they, they throw themselves into stupid ideas, throw a lot of money after this idea. Maybe it would have worked. It, but it didn't. And and now they close it down and which is fine and they can afford to to, um, to take that uh, that that uh, that lost. 
Uh, so, you know, in a way, I think it's fine. But again, of course, it, it, it's always funny to look how many failures are they actually do. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, to me, the whole wave thing is like, it's if I'm doing emails, I ignore my messenger because I don't want to be distracted. If I'm d- messing around with my messenger, I'll, I'll, I'll you know, what I mean, or Twitter or Skype or anything that is, I now you know what i mean it's it's like as soon as i type this and press enter i'm gonna get a response there's no you know it's like there's no way i'm not gonna get a response with email i don't expect a response and what they were trying to do in my opinion was make email the same as i am and the same as skype and the same as twitter the it's like you expect that response straight away and that's rubbish, you know what I mean? There's nothing worse. Can you imagine if you were a shop and your email was a, a wave email account and someone's like, when's my new speakers turning up? And you can see that they're online. You know that there's somebody there, but they're not responding to you. You can't see that they're communicating with somebody else at this moment in time, but you can see that they're there. And the frustration levels would be like walking into a real shop and going up to a, a counter and saying, can you tell me when my speakers are going to be here? And two shop assistants just totally ignore you and continue talking about how great a night out they had last night. And here, I've look at my new mobile phone. What do you think about it? It's like, hello, hello, I'm here. And and that's yeah. the way that Wave felt. You know what I mean? It's like if you if you rang up a, te- a a shop and it was like an answer phone, which is like in my opinion, which is the way email is. You know what I mean? You leave a message on there, and as long as they get back to you within a couple of hours, you don't really think about it. You know what I mean? It's like oh, they're obviously busy. Maybe they're in a meeting. Maybe they're at lunch. Uh, maybe they're they're doing something. But obviously, th- there was nobody there. And Wave is very much. Now you know what I mean. It's it's like, but I you know I I, I totally agree with what you're saying, and I think that that I think the trend is going to reverse at some point. You know, right now it's been about how can you be more connected, more time. How can you almost twenty four seven be connected to everything and all your friends and millions of people you know all around the world all the time. And I think actually there's gonna there's gonna be be a, a need and trend and uh, for the opposite. How can we limit information? How can yeah. how can I make sure that I only get disturbed when I'm ready to be disturbed? You know, how can I control the flow of information that goes into me? I think the ones that comes out with great tools for that, you know, uh, uh, and and be able to manage uh, uh, because I mean suddenly it, it it and especially for the one of us also that that combine work and 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 private life and and family all mixed up you know it it suddenly you know becomes uh, 24 hour uh, work and there's never ever, ever any time where you can just dedicate your attention to your kids for instance or your wife yeah. you know it, it it not even a second you know and and i think people need that <laughs> most people at least need that you know some people don't need it at some times in their life but at some point we all need it and and um, so I think you know actually it's gonna it's gonna go at some point the other way. <laughs> yeah, I mean maybe I like so. maybe like do you remember the book that came out a few years ago with the four hour work week? Um, and one of the things that he was talking about in this book was that he cut down his emails to only once a week. So he told everybody, "I'm only gonna look at my emails once a week," <laughs> and it worked for him. You know, I yeah. think it's a little. I think it's a little drastic, you know. I, I it wouldn't probably wouldn't work for me, but I mean, oh. I think a lot of people could be a lot more efficient, in, probably including myself, 
if I cut down my emails to like maybe four times a day and say, okay, that's like three or four times a day that I check my emails, reply to whatever, and then move on with my work. Instead, I do, I think like most people, you know, when I'm working in front of the computer, you know, I, I tend to look at, you know, emails as they come in more or less, you know, unless I'm, you know, in a meeting or on a phone or something mm-hmm. or doing a radio show. But, you know, still, you know, I, I recognize when they come in and stuff. Maybe that's not so efficient. Yeah, I mean, I'm exactly the same. Um, and if someone, it's always very much the person who shouts loudest is the person who gets the uh, email answered first. Unfortunately, um, yeah, that's why that. a lot of my email now is totally filtered out of me. I don't, <laughs> and I get told by the powers that be in the company which email I'm going to respond to and when. Um, which, by the which way, works. is your is your wonderful wife, right? Of oh, correct. <laughs> <laughs> Becky is my email filter. Um, yeah, I think that's probably wise. Which works well, you know what I mean? And it's like we, we set up group emails. So if we're, I don't know, say we were working with you, you'd have a like a, a Mikkel a Bronco email address that was group emailed <laughs> on our exchange server to individuals. So it's, you know what I mean? I'd get a copy, Becky would get a copy. Uh, one of the lead SEOs would get a copy if it was programming involved. The programmers would get copied into it as well. So we get one distributed copy and we see the answers going back out and stuff like this. So no one goes unnoticed. Um, it's just that people then can push me to say, you need to respond to this one or you need to step up to this one now. Um, I read them all. I just don't respond to them all, which works quite well. You know, what I mean? It's taken me a, yes. a long time to actually get to that situation where um, the team of people we work as a team uh, and it's not just a individual having to do everything themselves <laughs> anyway I think we need to take another short break and then we'll be back with uh, the last part of the show so um, stay with us for a couple of minutes and welcome our sponsors sit tight and don't move strike point We'll be back after this short break, only on webmasterradio.fm. Every affiliate marketer wants to build their own empire. Lavish trips, new cars, fancy threads. You know, be the talk of the town. That's why I found my empire with Empire Media. They work around the clock to customize my campaign. They have the connections, the clout, and the custom offers to monetize my website at every move. My website is measured and monetized to the max thanks to Empire Media. Look up EmpireMedia.com, E-M-P-Y-R-E Media.com, and find out how fulfilling full-service affiliate marketing can be. Empire Media, reign over your competition. Staying ahead of the curve to deliver the best online marketing solutions you need. That's what the JAR Group is all about. The JAR Group offers a full-service suite of marketing and managing solutions custom-tailored for affiliate search and social media. The JAR Group uses their resources and research to help meet and exceed the revenue expectations of each and every client. Find out how the JAR Group can work for you at thejargroup.com. That's thejargroup.com. The JAR Group, online marketing with measurable results. Our clients have earned over $1 billion. Now it's your turn. With over 20,000 products to promote across a huge variety of niches, 
ClickBank provides countless ways for any affiliate to make money. You can promote any product immediately. No contracts required. Looking for recurring commissions? Upsell products? ClickBank's got them. And best of all, you can make up to 75% commissions. Ready to become the next ClickBank success story? Sign up now for free at ClickBank.com. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. SEM Synergy, live broadcast Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Now, back to Strike Point, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host... Hi, and welcome back to the final part of Strike Point. Um, yeah, I hate it when I hear my own voice. I'm like, who's that? Oh, it's me. Bizarre. Um, so, final part. Let's discuss brand bidding. Do, do, do. Google is now officially evil, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> it depends a little bit on how you look at it. I, you know... I tend to to be on the side where I think it's 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 okay, and I always kind of thought that, at least you know, with some limitations, of course. But I do think there's a lot of legitimate um, uses for, for for brand bidding, even if you're not um, the owner of the brand or in a, in a direct relation with the brand. Let's say that you're selling um, a brand product secondhand. I mean, that's totally legit. Uh, you know, most, most, I mean, if you're selling used Mercedes cars, should you not be able to, to advertise on Mercedes keyword? Yeah, I, you know, I mean, it's, it's totally legit. You are actually selling Mercedes cars. There's nothing illegal in, in the business that you're doing. And people that search for used Mercedes can actually find it at, at your place. And, and, and what you're providing is totally legal. It, it, I, you know, it, so it, what if you run a fake um, Mercedes forum? that says how crap Mercedes are built and how many problems they have. Uh, you didn't used to rank for it before, but now you're PPCing it and you're pushing them to bad reports on uh, Mercedes and good reports on BMW. And then you find out this forum's actually owned by a BMW member. I, I still I mean? think that, the, but I still think that the same logic to me would apply. It's a question of whether um, the stuff that you're doing is actually legal. And, 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 and it's not questionable, you know, it, and I mean, if, if, if it's a newspaper, for instance, or legitimate media, let's just say that, that, that publish an article that are some, you know, in some way, maybe uh, negative towards your company, if what, what they're doing is, 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 is legitimate journalistic work and, 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 and what they, they put out there is legal content, uh, yeah, then, then I think they, they, they should be, be able to, um, to, to, to bid on, on David Naylor. Here's the problem I have, yeah? Okay, if I search for Louis Vuitton, we know that they can be quite aggressive, okay? I search for Louis Vuitton, Vuitton even, and surprise, surprise, not one person is running ads on Louis Vuitton. Not one. Even though if you took something like... I don't know, Aquascutum do luxury leather a parallel, so therefore people, and maybe people don't know that, but if someone's looking for Louis Vuitton wallet, then an Aquascutum wallet is most probably 
in the same kind of marketplace. So why aren't they brand bidding? You know, why why is people not bidding on Louis Vuitton? I don't know. Maybe some so so far they have been so far they have have um, a block, been 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 blocked. So so I mean so far yeah. they, it's not been possible. I know that the rules are a little bit different in Ireland and, and the UK, but but in general, what, what happened just just now is that, that um, because of some, I think it's some 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 cases, some European cases has been um, on on these matters that 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 came out in a way where Google said, well, now we we we, we can uh, sell uh, uh, keywords, um, uh, branded keywords in in AdWords. Um, but I think you know that there's so many legitimate. Again, I think actually in in this case, I think Google is actually playing the good guys in in the neutrality game uh, because I think I like I like I like the free market forces. I mean, I I do I think that they, that's a very good mechanism. But for the free market forces to work, they need to be as free as possible. And 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 so every time somebody provides something that makes it more open, and I think this does. I, I think it's good for the market. It's good for the innovation. It's good for the consumer. It's good for the pricing of things. Uh, so, the more open the market is, uh, the, the better the result usually gets. Um, and then, of course, there are some limitations or exceptions to that rule. But so yeah. So I, I've just pasted you over a URL, okay, for the Code UK results for GHD, okay. And GHD is is a little one of my pet hates. Um, AdWords at this moment is showing uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven ads, um, and one, two, three, four are definitely selling fake Chinese imported products. Now, if you scroll down to the bottom of that page, Mikkel, yeah, what do you notice at the bottom of it? How many times? Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of of DMCA complaint here. Yeah. Okay, so you look at that and you can see that this is your typical, this to me is the Louis Vuitton that's not cleaned up, if that makes sense. This is the Louis Vuitton that doesn't have the money behind them, that doesn't have the, the, the legal team to take on Google and smash its face in the ground and say, hey, you know what, we are big and we really do protect this and we will bring you to our country to fight you about this um so that's why I, I i don't think it's a good thing you know what i mean and google cleaned this up not so long ago and now that my ghd iron info is definite uh ghd red dot in definite uh ghd style hyphen sale dot com definite ghd hair green 2010 dot info definite all chinese imports you know, yeah, but let's. It. But but in that case, uh, even with the new regulations, as far as I understand, that uh, ideally those listings are not uh, allowed to be there because they are violating uh, uh, laws and regulations by telling consumers that they are selling a certain product and they're not selling a certain product. Of course, I should not be allowed to advertise on David Naylor just to attract attention on your name and just sell my own products. If 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 I if I'm allowed to use David Naylor, it should be because I actually provide something that is related to David Naylor. It could be an article that my newspaper put out about David Naylor, and if I'm selling totally legitimate, a selling used Mercedes cars, I should be able to bid for the Mercedes brand. But that's not what's happening here. 
What's happening here is that a lot of, of, of scam artists are selling a different product. And of course, if I'm selling cheap Russian cars uh, secondhand, I'm, I should not be allowed to bid for the keyword Mercedes because it's not a Mercedes. That would be, be, be fraud. You know, and that's what these guys are doing. I think that so so those should not, as far as I'm reading the new uh, rule from Google, those should not be there. So so that's that's more a question of 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 Google not wanting to or doing it. At least it's 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 as you say, it is there, <laughs> but it shouldn't. Maybe it shouldn't. Yeah, I mean, they just shouldn't be there. You know what I mean? It's as simple as that. They know they shouldn't be there. Everyone knows it shouldn't be there. But they are, you know what I mean. And if you know, what I mean, and if the the Chinese spammers get their act into gear, their act into gear into act, yeah, you know what I mean. Um, if they if they get the shit together, then they will start using words like similar to GHD, and basically now you are the, the second hand Mercedes dealer that, that bids on new Mercedes or a new model Mercedes when he hasn't got that model of Mercedes but he's hoping that he can sell a Mercedes that is similar um, and that's the problem you know what I mean I think that's the problem where once you start opening up that realm of the I can bid on you know what I mean it's like once if I'm the worst SEO in the world okay and I bid on your name you know what I mean? And I, and I say it's like, you know what I mean? It's like uh, I'm pushing SEO just like Mikkel Denib does. Um, you're going to tell but that me, does, no? That, that, that's, that's it, it, at least, but I'm not a judge in, 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 a, in a case like that. I don't know who judges it. But, uh, but in, in my personal opinion, that would not be a legitimate relation. It, it, it's not a legitimate re a relation that I write on my website that you should buy SEO from me. And by the way, David Naylor is a shitty asshole. That doesn't make that article related to David Naylor in a way that legitimizes me buying that keyword. But let's say that I was reselling a a, a book that you wrote. Um, yeah. Or I was reselling something else, you know, or, or, or maybe you, you actually wrote a book, a physical book, and it was printed and everything. I bought up a whole lot of those books. Uh, from from your publisher or something, and I started selling those books. It would be totally legitimate to buy the keyword David Naylor and and try and sell that book, um, you know things like that. But but you need that legitimate relation to the brand that you're bidding for. That is as far as as I understand the the, the rules. But one thing of course is the rules. Another thing is how Google is going to enforce those rules. Um, and I mean we've seen. So many times in the past that that even though there are rules about certain things, they may not always be enforced, you know, the way that they should. Uh, but I think that's a little that's a different issue than 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 what kind of rules that they put in, and especially in this case, the 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 changing of the brand bidding rules. Yeah, well, I mean, people have always bid on my name. I mean, SEOConsult.co.uk is doing it at the moment. I mean, and they're even bragging about check out top SEO rankings, and it's like we're the UK's number one SEO yeah. company, SEO Consult, um, thirty-three Euston Road, Regent's Place, London. Why are they bidding on my name? Are they as yeah. good as me? Are they better than me? But they're definitely trading off my, the back of my name. And I don't you know, know how it is in 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 the UK end of it, but they but they even seem to pay a little more than you are willing to pay for 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 your ad. <laughs> so they're, well, they're on top of you. <laughs> Yeah, I know, and it's like you look at that one there. I don't PPC for Dave Naylor. Oh yes, you have with David. You appear here as David Naylor CEO UK slash SEO with an ad. David Naylor SEO. Yeah, you see, I don't get an ad for that one. 
Well, I get it here. Anyway, <laughs> some, some of your employees must be running it. <laughs> yeah, they're good like that, my guys. Um, yeah. But you know what I mean? But, so that, that to me, you know what I mean? It's like, that, that's just, you know what I mean? Brand bidding, it, it, I don't believe that is that should be acceptable. In that case, no. But that's not because brand bidding is, is wrong. It's because there is no relationship, so they're fraud. You know, they, they're, they're saying that they are claiming by connecting their ad with your name that you and them have some relation that you don't have or that they are in some way uh, uh, condoned by you or, or, or selling something that you produced or whatever. And they're not. That's fraudulent in, 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 in my personal opinion. <laughs> you know, things that, that's a different thing. Um, and and that's a different issue. And that, that should, as I, as I said already be covered by the new uh, rules. So again, I mean, if, if, I think even with the new rules, um, and again, keeping in mind that they, they, they are a little different in the UK, but, but let's say that this was running in Germany, I think that it, even with the new rules, if you report this to Google, they will remove it because... It, uh, it, it, I, uh, we, have, we have reported it before. Okay. Yeah, well, um, sometimes... Yeah, they... I mean, not, normally there's four or five different companies that bid on it eBay bid on my name every now and again. God knows why. Yeah. But they, you know they I mean? seem to... That's, I think, the well-known eBanizer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that's... Anyway, I think we're running out of time again, uh, as usual. Um, so, um, unless you want to say something in the end, uh, I think we need to get ready to round up here and um, I think actually we will do a live show next week as well right yes so, so um, we're back on the track yes, done with all the vacation and um, good to see you all again and um, have a good week <laughs>